excited. I feel way better now than I did when I got here. I was a little sluggish, feeling a little tight, sore, but now, now I'm feeling good. And you got the right shoes on. And I, just for you, Matching. just for you, I almost came barefoot. That way I couldn't mess them up. If I come barefoot, then they'll always be good. Amen. You just can't, you're not going to let that one go, huh? <laughs> but you know what? It's funny. That's hilarious. That is some fun stuff. Amen. Amen. So, we don't have any other announcements. Is there anything that you can think of that we need to talk about? They had a great time. Vacation Bible School was a big, big hit. So, that was awesome. So, thank you for everyone who helped out with that. Then, um, the youth camp's coming up, I know for sure. The Courage Dinner's coming up. We've got a lot of great things happening. So, anybody here for the first time? You've never been, never been here before? Anybody at all? Nope. Everybody's, everybody's uh, veterans. In here, solid rock, solid rock, Tuesday night crowd. That's what I'm talking about. Amen. You're, you're dedicated. Hey, if those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, what? Shall be filled. Almost all of you know it. Keep coming on Tuesday night. We'll get some more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I like, I love you guys to continue to memorize the scripture. Put it in your heart. Just continue to meditate on his word. Prepare for the harvest is what has been on my heart for tonight. And just, you know, just being in the attitude of prayer. We're trying to take more time to pray on these Tuesday nights for, for just all the different things that are on the wall. I'm, I'm loving seeing more and more tags moved over here. Um, those are answers to prayer. So we're just, we're thankful. We're seeing lots of um, different things happen. We're getting testimonies. And I'm, I just really, I just, I, I'm going to say it again, but I've just been sensing it in my spirit, in my heart, that what was rare is going to become the norm. What was rare is going to become the norm. And I feel like we're getting ready to walk into a season of harvest and in our personal lives and as a church. So it's, it's corporately and individually. What God wants to happen in the church, he wants to happen for you. He doesn't want to just happen in the church. It's we're, we're, we are the church. It's us. We're the temple of the Holy Ghost. We're, if, it's, if, it, if it's not here, then it's not here. Does that make sense? And so if it's going to happen in the church, it's happening in us. And so if God's going to do something in the church, he's going to do it through us. So all of us together, that creates that atmosphere and the anointing. And I just feel like what was once rare, I feel like this is what the Lord spoke to me, is going to become the norm. We're talking miracles, healing, financial, I mean, all kinds of things that maybe seemed very rare or um, just isolated instances is going to be something that's going to be the norm. And I really also felt like these different diseases that have just been like cancer and different things like that, that God spoke to me and said, what's the difference? What's the difference? Is God limited by what it is? Is he limited by cancer because it's called cancer? Is he limited by lymphoma? Is he limited by leukemia? Is he limited? Is there something limiting him from healing anything? Then I had to ask myself, then why is it a bigger deal to me? Why is it a bigger deal to me if someone's going to have a, you know, their heart condition or if they have a cancer or if they have a big growth? Why, why do I think it's different? And, it's, and it is. It's just me. Because I think, oh, well, that sounds tough. Like, I, I don't have no problem praying for this. But, well, Lord, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. What are you talking about? <laughs> that sounds crazy. But 
God's been re- helping me renew my mind that there is nothing that he can't do. And it's in his word, and he's done it in his word. And we go by his word, and we're going to do it, and we're preparing for harvest. So tonight, I want you to be excited. Uh, I want to inspire you to continue to just fight the good fight of faith. Prepare for the harvest that God has for your life. Amen? Father, tonight, thank you for the short time that we have together. Lord, that you would have your way, that you would distribute. Lord, I love how your word says the Holy Spirit distributes accordingly as he wills so that the hearers receive what they need. So, Lord, even if it doesn't come out of my mouth, let it come out by your spirit to each and every one in this place, those who hear the message, Lord, no matter where it goes, Father, I thank you that you would speak, that you would sow your word into their hearts, into their spirits, they would reap a great harvest in their home, and their lives, and be multiplied back into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Amen. So in the midst of opposition and all these different things in our lives, I still believe that God wants to prosper us. He prepared a table before David in front of his enemies. So even in the different, different hard times that we go through, I still feel like that's one thing that, that I feel like God's been, been sharing with me is just that I'm going to continue to have obstacles and oppositions, but how am I going to react? How am I going to uh, live my life? Am I going to allow those things to slow me down, distract me, or discourage me? Or am I just going to keep fighting the good fight of faith and, and, and believing and walking in the victory that he's already laid out before us? Walking by faith and not by sight. I feel like he's going to take us into a place where we're going to discover some things in the realm of the Spirit by faith. And I shared a few weeks ago about how even though um, the physics for aviation were in, you know, since the foundation of the world, the, these, these natural laws have been in place for these things to happen. But only in the last, what, hundred and something years has flight actually taken place. And I felt like God spoke to me and said, there's things in my word in the spirit that we have not discovered yet that are going to take us to a new level. We're going to be able to press into things and have faith for things and operate in a way because we're pressing into him. He's going to reveal some things like, like that were revealed to the Wright brothers when they got the aviation. Go. They, it was already out there, but they discovered something and made something out of it. And by his spirit, how much more can we do when the spiritual laws came before the natural laws? They're the ones that are the superseding laws. If the laws of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus are higher than the law of sin and death. It's higher than these natural laws. And so bringing our mind, putting on the mind of Christ, understanding his word, his will, his promises for our life is going to allow us to step above and walk on a level where some of these things that maybe in the past have distracted us, discouraged us, slowed us down, and we're going to get to a place where we're going to overcome and, and overcome and be victorious in areas where maybe in the past we've, we've struggled. And so I just feel like it's time for us to get ready for the harvest. Prepare for harvest. I don't, how many of you guys have a garden in here? Anybody have a garden in here? Okay, so this is the first year that I've planted a garden. Jane raised her hand. She's, the, she's got the garden going at our house. She was out there with her overalls picking the tomatoes today. Harvest is already happening, okay? And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not ready for this. I didn't know what I was getting into. It was hard to get the things set up and get the watering system and the dirt and all those different things. But I'm just so excited. I'm just like seeing the word of God. And we've got the soil and we've got the seed and, and we're seeing all these different things. And it just reminds me of, of the Bible. It reminds me of how his word works. How 
our life in faith works. When we sow the seed, we, we believe we receive. We're, we're watering and we're, and we're believing it and we're meditating on it. And next thing you know, it starts growing. Well, now I've got these tomato plants that are taller than me. And I thought, you know, we probably should plant, you know, five or six. We like tomatoes. I thought, I've got trees. Okay. I'm like, what is going on? I'm not ready for this. Like I had to put like extra fencing up because it was going to fall over on top of the bell peppers. I'm just like, what is going on here? And I've got this spaghetti squash. I don't even know what they're supposed to look like when they're done. And they're overtaking half the garden. And then, you know, we've got, it's just, it's out of control. So I say that because I'm just telling you, you get what you get ready for. And sometimes you get even if you're not ready for it. So get ready for harvest in your life because it's coming. Things are going to grow bigger and stronger and better than you thought or imagined. I mean, I thought it was going to be cool. I mean, I was planning on some tomato plants, you know, like this and going out and pick a few. I mean, I saw a tomato plant in Southern California last week and I thought that's what I was expecting. This thing was kind of scrawny and especially if I planted it. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any gardening background or anything like that, but I did talk to some friends that are pretty, pretty good gardeners. I mean, I've seen their stuff. I'm like, wow, tell me what to do. So anyway, this, this, this tomato plant, I mean, it was great. It had lots of tomatoes on it. It was about this tall. I get home and I look at ours and I'm like, these are ridiculous. Like, these are like freaking nature tomato plants. I mean, they're like taller than I am. I'm not even, I wish I was exaggerating. If I had a picture, I'd put it up on the screen for you because it's, it's just, I don't know if they got mutated or something, but they're, they're just cherry tomatoes. I would think they wouldn't be that big a plant, but they're huge. So we'll have extra, if we have extra, which we probably will, I'll just bring them and we'll, uh, we'll, share, we'll share the harvest. Amen. So prepare for harvest in your life. Prepare for harvest in your life. Amen. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. I put some scriptures in here, and we're going to talk about a couple other things. And, um, but tonight, just you get ready. You get what you get ready for. That's kind of what I was just thinking. In my life, I feel like I need to make some changes because if I don't make some changes to get ready for some things that God has for me, I'm not going to get it. If I didn't plant any tomatoes, I wouldn't have any coming out of the ground. If I didn't plant any of the cucumbers or bell peppers, guess what? There wouldn't be any plants growing. And then people say, oh, you get these other ones, and sometimes they just grow out of, you know, what do they call them, volunteers. Yeah. They grow. Well, guess what? There's no volunteers in the spirit, of, in the kingdom of God. We, we get, we, we believe, we receive, and we pray. We get what we pray for. And, and even though the Bible says, even though he knows what we need before we even ask him, he says, ask anyway. Plant the seed. Sow the seed for the harvest that you want. God's speaking to me. Get ready. Get ready for what you want to get ready for. Prepare and be ready for him to prepare the way for him to, to do what he's going to do in your life. What things have you been praying about or thinking about that you need to make some plans towards because he wants to do it. He wants to do it. But we've got to position ourselves to receive. Amen? That's something I want you to write down if you, have, if you have a pen with you or just take a note on your phone or whatever. Position yourself to receive the harvest that he has for you in your life. Because you know what? It's not about what everybody else is getting or doing. I mean, there's other people I know, they're planting all kinds of different things in their garden and they've got snap peas and corn and all these different things. But I planted just what we like to eat. And I planted the things that I thought were the most expensive to buy. 
I know that sounds crazy, but I'm thinking, yeah, if I can go buy some carrots for 99 cents, then I'm not going to take up a big section of my garden. Now, I think fr probably fresh carrots are better, but I, had, you know, I only have so much space here. So I'm, I'm trying to just be picky about what. So I plant what you want, plant what you want. In the kingdom of God, in your life, and, and position yourself to receive and prepare for what the harvest you feel like God is speaking to you about. And plant and sow towards that goal. If it's business, if it's, if, it's, um, if it's different things where, you know, I like your testimony about being the chaplain at the, at the hospital, something you've been dreaming about for a long time. You made preparation. You probably had to take special courses. You had to do all these different things to position yourself to, be in a, to receive one of the visions or dreams that you've had in your heart from God. And it works like that for each and every one of us. On a, on a we're all different. We have different gifts, talents, and abilities. But God wants us individually to be in a position to receive from him because when we receive personally, the corporate body grows and the whole whole body is built up by us just being in the right position for him to bless us and to flow through our lives. It blesses everyone around us. Amen. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. One of the things that I feel like is just such a key for me to have the peace of God and the confidence in his word is by meditating on his word. Thinking about the times when you, when you, when you, when you need his word, when you're standing in something, you go right to that. It's just almost like the, the, the Bible says the Holy Spirit brings those things to your remembrance when you need them. When you, have to need, when you don't know what to say, he brings those words to your mind and your spirit because you've already meditated on them. You know what his word says. He told Joshua over and over, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous because he needed, he needed to be strong and courageous. He was going to be going up against some serious opposition. So in his law, does he meditate day and night? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Let that be us. I mean, I feel like our, I'm so thankful our church was just all of you that are even here tonight. You know, you're planted. You're, you're grounded in your life in the word of God. And you're receiving, and you're, you're just like this scripture. You're planted, you're bringing forth fruit, your leaf also shall not wither, and whatever you do, this is my favorite part, whatever you do, if you're planting for tomatoes, they're going to prosper. If you're planting things, now I'm just talking about natural stuff, but in your life spiritually, and what's your vision in your heart and the th passions that God has given each and every one of us and goals, so he's placed things in our hearts, go towards that. Sow the seed towards that. Sow his word towards that. Meditate on that. And whatever it, that is that you're doing, you're going to prosper in that thing. Amen? Why? Because his word says we will. He says if we do this, we're going to get the result. If we plant this, that's the harvest that we're going to receive. Get ready for the harvest in your life. Get ready. Sow some, sow some things. Maybe some of you have been holding back in certain areas. Don't hold back. Sow some things. Sow the word in certain areas. Maybe you felt like, oh, you're deficient in a different area. That when I, I heard Casey Treat say it. If you're struggling in a certain area, then you just don't have enough truth in that area of your life. And I really like what Casey Treat said, because if you're struggling with fear, then, or if you're struggling with different things, then you, want it, you need to develop, you have a deficiency of truth in that area, and you can build that, and you won't be deficient in that area anymore if you get the word, which is the truth. And so I thought that was a, a, just a, a nice word to, to remind me that when I'm feeling a certain area, when I'm feeling weak, 
He says when we're weak, we can be strong in him. When we're feeling down, he can bring us up. And when you feel like you can't do it, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So don't count yourself out. Don't, don't ever feel like you can't do it. I like this um, couple quotes I had. Unfortunately, there seems to be far more opportunity out there than ability. We always think so-and-so's better, so-and-so God. I mean, if you want to do it, you're going to have to do it through somebody else. I mean, look, why don't you pick so-and-so? Pick Eli. He's got a beard. I can't grow a beard, so I look like, you know, patchy or something. Yeah, but Eli's got a beard. Lord, pick him. Pick him to do that bearded job. Not me. <clears throat> or Papa Ray, you know. He's got clean. I mean, I almost saw the beard go up in smoke one time, though, at a barbecue. I'm going to tell you right now, it was crazy. I don't know how that happened, but it was a little, it was the fire triangle, you know, oxygen, heat, and what's the other part of that leg? Fire triangle, fuel, fuel, and guess what? That fire triangle came together, and we pulled that lid off the top of that barbecue, and thank the Lord, Papa Ray's beard's fine. Amen. Far more opportunity out there than ability. We should remember that good fortune often happens when opportunity meets with preparation. Prepare for harvest. Prepare for harvest. Prepare for what God wants to do in your life. John the Baptist, all he was called to do is prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. He knew he was preparing the way for Jesus to come on the scene. In our lives, we need to prepare the way for God to come on the scene in our life to do what he wants to do through us. Amen? I like Benjamin Franklin, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Did I say that right? That's what he said. I have to remind myself of that because I'm, I'm more off the cuff, uh, spontaneous personality. I know some of you know me, probably, you know, don't believe me, but <laughs> those of you who do know me, you know, you know me. So I, I prefer... I mean, I'll try to plan, but it's just easier for me to be spontaneous. I mean, if someone says, hey, can you go out to, do you guys want to go out to dinner in three weeks on July 21st? I'm a little nervous about that because I don't know what's happening in July 21st, but we try to make a plan. But sometimes it's easier to say if someone calls me up that same day and say, hey, what are you guys doing for dinner tonight? Going out with you. Let's go. It's just, I don't know. It's easy for me. So if you're having a barbecue and you need someone to come over, I'm spontaneous. Don't, don't hesitate. You can call me up. We'll come over. We're good eaters. So number one is be diligent. Be diligent. If you're, if you're taking notes, you can write that down. Be diligent. We've got to be diligent to prepare the way. If John the Baptist didn't do his part, things would have been set up properly for Jesus. So God is orchestrating things in our lives so that he can bring his will, so he can bring his harvest to pass through us. Everybody say, through me. Everybody say, through me. Okay, I got about 50% of you in here that are with me. Through me. Everybody say it with me. Through me. Okay, now I got about 90. I'll, I'll take that. That's still A minus. In today's standards, right? College, you still get A minus for 90%. Amen. amen. I got a few amens. No, you don't? 90% is B plus nowadays or what? Higher grade? <laughs> hey. Anyway, be diligent. So for all the promises of God, in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God by us. Now which he which establishes with you in Christ and has what? Anointed us. 
You are anointed to prosper. You're anointed to be blessed, to, have a, to, to be in position to receive. Who has sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our heart. I like Proverbs 13, 4. The, slow, the soul of the sluggard, I guess I don't know, maybe get a drink of water. The soul of the sluggard desires and what? Has nothing. But I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at a group of people that aren't sluggards. You're not slackish because you wouldn't be here on a Tuesday night if you're, you know, if you're the lazy person. And the lazy person, the Bible says they just come to want. But those who are diligent have more than enough. The soul the sluggard desires and has nothing, but the soul the diligent shall be made fat. The New King James Version says made rich. Proverbs 10, 4, he becomes poor that deals with the slack hand, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He that gathers in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleeps in the harvest is the son that causes shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed. Father, I thank you for the memory right now. I thank you the memory of the just is blessed. The memory of those here tonight is blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I forgot somebody's name the other day, and I was like, that's not right. My memory, I'm getting my memory back in Jesus' name. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart receive commandments, but the prating fool shall fall. He that walks uprightly, surely, but he that perverts his way shall be known. Don't be a slacker. You ever hear people say that? He's a slacker. That was more popular back in the 50s, probably, in the 60s. He's a slacker. But... We're not slackers. We're workers. We're diligent. Be diligent. Number two is be strong. Be diligent. Be strong. If you're going to prepare the way for God, it's not going to just happen by twiddling our thumb. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna prepare the way for him by being diligent, by meditating on his word, by doing our part, by listening to his voice and hearing his plan and saying, okay, Lord, help me execute your plan in my life because he's doing it through us and I think sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, but I'm thinking sometimes he's just going to do it, but I've got a part to play. Yeah. And I hear different people sometimes, and they say, well, if it's, just, if it's just the Lord's will, if it's the Lord's will, then, you know, it's the Lord's will. And there is certain times we pray, Lord, your will be done in this situation. But if I already know his will by what his word says, then I'm not asking if it's his will. Because he's already told me it's his will for me to prosper. It's his will for me to be healed. It's his will for me to be blessed. It's his will. It's his will. It's his will. And so if I know his will, then I know his way. Okay. Amen. If I know his will, when I know his way, I know his plan, I can prepare for the harvest in that area. I can meditate on the word. If it's an area I know that I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to be receiving in this area and I'm not, then I'm going to make some changes. In my life, I'm making, I just want to make changes. I know that there's different things that God wants to do in and through my life that it's not happening right now. I'm, I want to I prepare. I want to make some adjustments. And it's hard. That's the hardest thing to do when we get in a, develop a routine is to make changes. Can I get a witness? Amen, anybody? I mean, you get in a mode, you get, I mean, I love automatic sprinklers. 
Now, if I didn't have the automatic timer in the, in the garden, it'd be dead. There's two plants next to the garden box that don't have the automatic sprinkler that I'm supposed to just water. They're dead. I mean, they're just, they're done. I mean, couldn't keep up. I just, I mean, I'd go out there. I'm not out there every day. I would like to be, but anyway, things come up doing things. But it's on automatic. So if that thing didn't work, the whole garden would be like those two plants because I wouldn't be doing it. I want, and I'm not saying I want God to be automatic like a timer, but I want to be automatic being, being going after God. Like that's just part of who I am. Part of my routine is, is not, not hesitating or deliberating or doubting, but grabbing a hold of the word by faith saying, yes, Lord, your word says this. This is your will. This is your way. This is the harvest. This is the plan you have for my life, and I'm going to walk in it. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway, and I'm going for it. I'm not going to sit back and wait around and see, oh, well, if it's your will. It is his will. And I want to be preparing the way for him to have his will done in my life. Lord, be, your will be done in Jesus' name, not mine. Amen. Amen. So don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't grow weary in doing the right things. Don't grow weary in meditating in your prayers and doing what you do because you know it's the right thing to do. Not as a religious thing, as a duty or an obligation, but because you like spending time with the Lord. Let it be fresh and new. Father, right now, I thank you that you just renew the refreshing um, a communion with you. Lord, for, in, from us to you, Lord, individually, as we spend time with you, Lord, let it be fresh and new. Lord, let it be exciting. Lord, let us just, let us just come to a new place where we just hunger and thirst for that time as you continue to do great things in and through our lives. Thank you, Lord. Don't grow weary. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. We know that scripture. We're wrestling against principalities and powers and wickedness in all these different places. We're not deceived. We know that even the spirit is suicide and all these different things. We know it's not a natural thing. It's, it's a spiritual thing. There's a devil. He's a liar. There's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10, 10. But Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. When I go into juvenile hall, the same kind of stuff. You hear it. You see it. And... And it, it, it just reminds me of that scripture. Every time I go in there, I think John 10, 10. I can't go, I can't go in there without thinking that scripture. Because you know they've been ripped off. When we see people that are struggling and you see certain things happen, they, they've, been, they've been robbed. You know it's not your fault when you get robbed. Most of the time, it's, it's people are just thieves. I mean, I know people in gated communities that have, have been robbed multiple times, and they think they're in the safest place in the area. No, I'm not saying gated communities are bad. It's great. I'm, 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 I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that they didn't plan on getting robbed. And these people that are victims spiritually did not plan on getting ripped off. But there's a thief, and his name is the devil, and he has demons and spiritual wickedness in all these different places sowing lies into their minds and by all these different venues. He has all these different venues that he can use to lie to people, and to cheat them, and to steal, and to thieve them. But Jesus said, I came to give you life, and life more abundantly. Jesus has us. He has our voices. He has, he has our hands. He has our feet. He has us to use as his vessels to do his work. And we were praying. I prayed it. But the labor, he says, the harvest is plentiful. 
The harvest is plentiful. He's not willing to hold any back. He doesn't want anyone to perish. The harvest is plentiful, but he said in his word, the labors are few. So pray, excuse me, to the Lord of the harvest that he can send forth laborers. So Father, here we are. Let us be laborers and train up more laborers. That's my prayer. Let us be laborers and train up more laborers. Let us be the harvesting combine that we can bring in a great harvest for your kingdom. We're more than conquerors. Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. And number three is just be ready. Be ready. What you think might be something that happened suddenly or overnight is going to happen not because of that, but it's going to be happening because you made it way for it to happen, because you prepared a way for the Lord to move in and through your life. It's not an accident. It's not coincidence. It's not, it's not a, a, a lot of times it's not a miracle. It's just you stepping into that position to receive and making a way for God to do in and through your life what he wants to do by just being sensitive to his spirit, saying, God, here, here I am. Here, I'm going I'm to focus on your word. I'm going to focus on your will and your plan for my life, and I'm going to allow you to flow through me, and you're going to walk in that thing. And, and it's just be ready. Be ready. Jesus said, be instant in season, out of season. Be ready to give an account. Be ready to give an answer. Be ready. Be ready. So number one, be diligent. Number two, be strong. And number three, be ready because your harvest is coming. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that you want truly to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Father, I thank you that you are sowing the seed of your word tonight. I thank you that it would just grow, grow bigger than the tomatoes. Lord, that it would just blow up the garden of their spirit and their mind. Lord, that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that they can ask or think according to the power that works in them. I didn't ask before as you're in prayer mode. Is there anyone here tonight, you just don't know the Lord, you've never accepted the Lord? I didn't know if everyone back in the back, some people might have come in late. Anybody at all, you've never asked Jesus to come in your life, but you want to do that. We want to pray for you tonight. Anybody at all? Amen. So we'll just continue to pray. Father, I just thank you right now. There's a prayer request that came in for a 250-acre fire between Georgetown and Forest Hill. I think the Petersons live up there and some other families. Um, that maybe not quite that far, but they might have friends or family that live up there. So, Father, we just thank you for the fire department, Lord. We just thank you that, that it, it's super steep terrain, and so it's very difficult to even access it. If you're not familiar with the area, it's like the canyon by the American River and everything, and it goes up to Forest Hill. But, Father, I thank you right now that you would move um, give them, just quench that fire, Lord God. Stop it from burning so fast and allow them to contain that thing. In Jesus' name, we give you glory that you would just to bring everybody out of harm's way and keep them safe, Lord God. In Jesus' name. And Father, we just, we just speak to these temperatures. Uh, I, I don't really prefer over 100. I mean, 90s are fine, but we'll just, let's drop that down. In Jesus' name. We pray. So, Father, I just thank you for your people. Thank you that you continue everything they set their hands to do. Whatever they do, like Psalms 1, 3 says, whatever they do will prosper. They're going to bring forth their fruit. Their leaf's not going to wither. And whatever they do is going to prosper. Prosper and be in health. 
Lord, I thank you for your people. Bless them as they go. Bless them this week. Give them divine appointments. Give them opportunities. Lord, help them prepare the way for you to bring the harvest into your life. In Jesus' name. Everybody shouted? Amen. Amen. If you need... If you,